Welcome to Below the Fold, the most honest and raw digital marketing podcast around. It's good to be back. Coming back with a bang. I might be hiring someone to speak for me. So you think you're an SEO ninja, eh? That was just my little fantasy in the back of my head. Here's the tip. Oh, I know the tip. Are you the one who told me the tip? I need you to come up with 50 business ideas. I'll be back in two hours. I think I need a new title. Welcome to another episode of Below the Fold. This show is for marketers, startups, and anyone else wanting to know the ins and outs, the ups and downs of digital marketing. I'm Jacob Perry. I'm joined by Paxton Gray and Brandon Hassler. In this week's episode, we've got Anthony Ambriz. Is that how you pronounce your name? Ambriz. Ambriz. Yeah. Anthony Ambriz. So, Anthony, as I was looking through your bio... All right. Which bio of the many? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, There was a list of different organizations you're a part of. I want to know which organization you're representing tonight. (laughs) I represent them all. I'm a jack of all trades, so... Okay, so take about 30 to 60 seconds to tell us who you are and what you do. All right. I'm Anthony Ambrose, also known as Papa Smurf, uh, back from my uh, b-boy days. Um, but I'm a social media marketer, a video marketing strategist, and uh, I do it all. Uh, the whole Ken Caboodle. Is that, is that, that, that phrase, that saying? Ken Caboodle? Yeah. Yeah, sounds about I guess, right. Yeah. So, First time I ever used it. <laughs> so, so when someone asks you who you work for, what do you tell them? Um, I tell them I just do my own thing. <laughs> okay, that works. Yeah. So as I'm looking through here, it's got that you're the owner of Vid Strategy. Yep. This is on your website. I don't know how up okay. to date this is. It's Co- probably not up to date. <laughs> Co- you can tell me which one isn't up to date. All right. Co-founder slash owner of Seven Figure Funding. Yep. That's still current? That's still current. Uh, and then you've got, uh, you work part-time for two incredible marketing and advertising agencies, uh, Post Primer and Video Power Marketing. Video Power Marketing is still going strong. Post Primer, we've separated ways. <laughs> okay. I'll edit that part out. Just kidding. I'm not going to. (laughs) And it says you're the current president of YouTuber Nation. Yep. And that's still current. Yes. Okay. So uh, you're the man of many titles. So you don't claim anyone. You just say, I do my own thing. I mean, it depends on who I'm talking to. So if I know that someone has a certain need or a set of skills that they need, then I'll give them a certain title or tell them who I'm working with or what I'm all about. Okay. So Anthony... Uh, before we really dive into the value that you're going to bring to this episode okay. with all your YouTube experience, uh, we're going to go into current events. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit about some uh, some things that have been going on in the industry. This is part two of last week. That's right. Oh, so did did you happen <laughs> did, to listen? I didn't listen to last week's okay. episode. <laughs> so I'm sure you're very familiar with uh, PewDiePie. <laughs> Paxton hates that I say it that way. (laughs) The most the most uh, successful, most subscribed YouTuber, yeah, in the world. So so, uh, I say it wrong, obviously, right on purpose. However, last week it it wasn't even mentioned that Brandon and Paxton pronounced it differently. Oh, you guys probably didn't even notice. Nope. So Paxton, you say PewDiePie, 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 and you say PewDiePie. Okay, so. Last week uh, on the show, Paxton, you said Pootie Pie. No. I thought it was you that said Pootie Pie. <laughs> no, I say PewDiePie. 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 Um, did I? Did that? I thought for sure that I expressed at least in like one sentence some doubt <laughs> that he was uh, gonna delete his channel. Did, did you I? go back and listen? Because I'm pretty sure I said, "How do we know this is real?" Right. Yeah, you oh, may have so said that. I no, think, okay. You, that's you, what I'm counting as. Okay. It, that, that's what I'm using okay, for fine. I told you so, Brandon. But yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I didn't really oh, Brandon claim that one. Okay, so you kind of jumped ahead of the story a little bit. No, we, we called that out last week, didn't we? That it was fake? No, we no. didn't. We didn't. No. Oh. So we jumped ahead of the story. Brandon, catch us up. Uh, what happened since the last episode aired with PewDiePie? Um, well, uh, he did delete his account, right? <laughs> He did delete his account, just not his PewDiePie account. Which account? I don't remember the name. His Jacksepticeye 2. So the way he described it account. was, uh, it was a joke. Like, I imagine if it didn't get such big news, he probably wouldn't even deleted the one account he did delete, which had over a million subscribers. But uh, because it's, it was such a big deal, he was 
pressured into deleting an account and decided to delete uh, one that didn't have over 50 million subscribers. So have you? Do you guys know the backstory to that second account? Of course not. Tell me about it. Okay, so the backstory to that second account was uh, was another joke, another sort of experiment that he did. So he started this second account where he did a channel trailer for it where saying he was like Jacksepticeye 2 or he was acting as another YouTuber that he's friends with and he always makes fun of on his channel. And so he made up a channel trailer and a new channel and, and he himself was in the trailer and he's like, this is my new channel acting as someone else and sort of laughing through the whole thing. And he's like, subscribe to it. Within two days, a million people subscribe to it. Wow. And, that, and, and then so... Then later on, he did this whole thing that he's going to delete his channel when he gets 50 million. Right. So he had a channel to delete. That's good. Well, yeah, it's, it's lucky he had that spare channel that he could delete. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we wanted to get your take on this whole thing. Last week, we talked about PewDiePie and this whole, you know, debacle of him deleting his account. Uh, what it really uh, started out as was a discussion about the problems that PewDiePie and other YouTubers have faced with YouTube, uh, specifically, we talked about the trending channel and how there's some frustration behind what is ranking in the trending right. section on YouTube. Uh, as a YouTuber, have you felt or seen similar problems that PewDiePie has kind of brought to light on his own channel? Yes, and I would say it's it's affecting everyone, but I think it's affecting more of the bigger channels. And, and PewDiePie talks about it a little bit, but there's another YouTuber that goes more into depth on it and that's a uh, Matt Pat who says like yeah like for the bigger channels it's affecting them more because it's not about your subscribers anymore it's just about YouTube trying to figure out how to like engage in billions of people and, and serve them content so they can stay on the website longer hmm. so actually before we get too deep we should probably right. talk okay. about your credentials <laughs> okay. and why we're even asking you questions <laughs> about YouTube you're going to have to say uh some some work that you've done you can't get out of it so right. you have to attach yourself to, attach yourself to something to right now yeah, yeah. well we're going to be talking about youtube today specifically okay. i think uh unless we want to go other routes i don't know right. but youtube is kind of the main topic why don't you tell us about what makes you uh, an expert in youtube okay let's talk credentials cool credentials let's see um so the whole youtube game i saw that coming like back in 2008 even though it was out for like since what 2006 2005 I think it was 2005 yeah but uh everything changed when 2007 came around cuz that was the partnership program so around 2008 I started diving into it I started doing my side hustles of like talking to startups and talking to small businesses and saying hey I'll create some videos for YouTube channels and all this stuff and for like I would say from 2008 to to 2010 like no biting mm -hmm. nobody cared but then uh, a little company known as Aura Brush came around Blew it out of the water. Yep. Show that, you know, YouTube's a thing. Um, With their nasty tongue <laughs> scraping tool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Keep going. Um, so from there, that, that helped me get into the door a little bit more because then I, then my my pitch to people was like, you see what Orbrush did? We'll do that for you. Let's let's do it. And so I started doing a lot of stuff with, uh, I think, Bodyguards was, was one of the companies that I started working with. And with them... Um, using their YouTube channel alone, like we started bringing up a lot of their web sales. We, we increased it to about eight, eight hundred percent on web sales from compared to like their Google AdWords and, and back when they weren't doing anything. And, and that's, um, that's significant. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was awesome to see like just, just running like organic traffic because they wouldn't do paid through YouTube. They weren't, they weren't sold on that just yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and then from there, um, it was, I started working more with creators. So I sort of got involved more with the companies for a while. And then I started working with YouTube creators and sort of building strategies out with them. And so to, to add to my credibility, I would say one of the biggest YouTubers here in Utah is the King of Random. And with him, I, I've worked out some strategies of, of how he does his videos um, and then did a lot of his social media marketing. And so I was able to see like how his channel grew. I was able to grow his channel and and grows other networks and and like he's i think he's at seven million now subscribers now king random makes awesome content i give him is his like full 99.9 percent .9 of what he does but i was i was i had some involvement in in changing some of his mindsets of how he should how he should create some of his content and whatnot and he's he's also received a lot of other help from other creators as well and so 
from that, I've, I've built then an awesome community of YouTubers here. The community's always existed, um, but I sort of like wrangled them all together. It's like, let's unify. Let's be one. Um, and what is that? Is that YouTuber Nation? Yeah, that's YouTuber Nation. And okay, so, so tell, us about, tell us about your role in YouTuber yeah. Nation. So in YouTuber Nation, since, since I've been around the block, like I, I'm homies and friends with a lot of YouTubers, a lot of the big creators as well. Um, helped out in some of their productions or offered, you know, insights and, and content and whatnot. Um, and so with them, I could, I could then go reach out to them and give them a call and say, hey, can you come present for an hour, hour and 30 minutes at these meetups? These meetups are held monthly. They're free and they're for they're open to any YouTube creator in the area and also to the public. So that's okay. a great way for um, people to know what's going on with YouTube um, to get insights and to get to meet some of the top influencers and creators here in Utah. That's awesome. You went to one, didn't you, Faxton, a little while back? Yeah, I did. Which one was that? Bryce? Or? Bryce. Yep. How long ago was that? Oh. Bryce was like in June, July, around that. Yeah, it was about yeah. that time. Mm-hmm. When was your last meetup? The last meetup was in November. So oh, December, so just last month. Yeah, so December, I, I, everyone's busy with the holidays. I, yeah. I just don't do a meetup. Do you do it every month? Yeah. So, so it'll start back up in January, January 12th. Same place every month? Um, yeah, it'll be Provo Dev Mountain. So YouTubernation.com is not a good place to go if you want to know where the current meetups are. So here's here's on the SEO side of things. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't come up with a YouTuber Nation name because, like, to be honest, maybe some, some of my peoples that are hearing me are not going to like me saying this. But the YouTuber Nation name, I don't really like it. <laughs> you, you mean people aren't searching that to find <laughs> YouTube communities? Because because the way it's spelled, it's spelled U-T-U. B E R, like oh. Utah Uber. Yeah, see, and that's the thing that happens. People say Utah Uber, or if we're wearing a shirt, they're like Uber. What you Utah Uber? And it's like, uh, yeah, I'll give yeah. you a ride. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and plus, like, it's it, it becomes really difficult in search for yeah Google and YouTube. I mean, both same company because there used to be a channel called YouTube Nation. Yeah, so. Okay, yeah. so so you don't own YouTuberNation.com. Yeah, spell you, Y-O-U. This isn't you? No. Okay. No, yeah, YouTuberNation is YouTuberNation.com. <laughs> so uh, on September 10th, 2015, you posted your first of two articles on YouTuberNation.com. Uh-huh. And it says... The brief history. <laughs> <laughs> it says, welcome to YouTuberNation. This is your very first post on the blog. YouTube has labeled us as the second largest community of YouTube creators in the world. Is that still true? I would, I would, I now want to like claim the first. What does that mean? Because though? being the second, like who cares? So, what, so what does I it do mean? So, so that, the way, I do want to know that. Yeah. So, yeah. so what does that mean? I would say like in any, even though California has the most YouTubers. Yeah. Right. I don't think they get together on a monthly basis and meet. And I don't think there's a group that's like solidifies and brings them all together. So, so when you say when it says YouTube, YouTube labeled you, you. Yeah. Oh, what does that mean? Where does that send you an email? I, I don't see an asterisk here. There's no oh, reference gotcha, at gotcha. the bottom of this article. <laughs> um, we can we can chop it up to like hyperbole, right? <laughs> hyperbole. No, but uh, like, but the the thing is, like, a lot of people here will talk to YouTube managers and, and all that stuff, and then a lot of them will say, "You guys have a lot of creators in Utah." Yeah, more like you guys probably like second to California. So that's where that's where I, we take that claim from. Okay. From people talking to YouTube reps and stuff like that. So and then, you and, keep saying California. Are you are you counting California as the community itself? No, no. I'm saying California, like with all its YouTube creators there, they're they're a community within California. Oh, okay. Within themselves, yeah. Okay, so it's 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 loose. It's a yeah. it's a loosely yeah. Which that's fine. That's, I mean, that's like a, that's like anyone's Just resume. Keep saying it until it's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Okay, so second largest community of YouTube creators in the world. Uh, I was going to ask who the first is, but I guess it's just it's California. California. Yeah, um, we beat London. So you could <laughs> that's fine. You could say that you're the number one uh, community in Utah. Yeah, you could say that you're the number one community in the United States next to California. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> YouTube uh, or Provo is the second biggest city, right, in terms of YouTube uploads behind Los Angeles? We could say that, yeah. That's why I read that somewhere. It's got to be, I mean, honestly, it's got to be the densest, yeah. uh, like, per capita 
like you, uh, yeah, uh, like YouTubers, like popular YouTubers. You go down to the city level. Yeah, right? I wonder yeah. how they're calculating that. But yeah. um, I had a question about, I feel like we ran past it a little quick. Yeah, oh, we probably what's did. What's that? With this, let me move my mic over here so you listeners can get a good listen to my voice. By the way, side note, my wife was listening to the last episode. I didn't even say anything. She's like, you sound like you have a lisp. Like it's just Ooh, slurred. Yeah, a bit. it's it, mm, that's my fault. Yeah, he was born with it. Let's it's just uh, but it's it only my mic, or it's just me. Well, I think it's is me. There, is there a Lisp generator attached <laughs> to your mic? Because then I was playing a YouTube video. I was like listening to like raw recording from my other mic, and didn't sound like that. Yeah, but it's called a, good. it's called a deesser, so it uh, cuts down on the sound. All you right. notice, like mm. I just hissed, and it didn't sound that loud. So. uh but just, I don't know what I'm doing. So I just want you <laughs> listeners to know that if you ever meet me in real life, I sound a little bit better. Than I just want to, you know, <laughs> I'm super grateful to Beehive Startups for letting us use this studio. But uh, I hope that there's a day when we have our own studio and we can come in and know that all the settings are exactly how we want them. And we'll pay someone to do that. Mm. You you don't want to learn how to do it? Not, uh, no. Okay, me neither. Makes sense. Um. Okay. okay, sorry to sidetrack. So, yeah, back to you. Um, with so I sent he mentioned uh, the video, the game theorist that did the. Uh, they kind of took this. Why are, you know the trending data? Um, why are these YouTube's YouTubers seeing less views? You you watched it, right? I did. And did you watch that? I did. I know you watched it because yeah. that's how I found out was in the YouTuber group. What is your thought on that? Because what essentially he, his theory, if I remember correctly, the reason that the trending videos are. You know, Stephen Colbert and movie trailers is because these are the big media companies that can afford to do daily videos. And that's what they're looking at is watch time. Right. Which I've noticed in my analytics when I started, like, doing a lot more YouTube consistently, I always just wonder, like, why would I care about watch time? Because I just noticed they make that a huge focus in your analytics. So do you buy into that or do you have your own theory? Um, I buy into it a little bit because it's I've seen it happening for the couple like for the past few years. Like you can't, it's hard to be a solo creator nowadays because you'll get to a, you'll get to a wall that you just can't continue. You can't compete. You, you need to build a team. You need to build a crew and you need to essentially be a media company. So part of the theory was that, uh, YouTube is now competing with TV and with Netflix and their metric mm-hmm. is time spent watching, right? They're trying to get you to binge watch TV. Yeah. And now YouTube, uh, that's their attempt to get people to use YouTube in a similar way that they're using TV or Netflix is right. getting you. And, and and you can tell, by the way, that it's designed with the, the video that's coming up where you don't choose. It just auto plays unless you tell it not to, or unless you scroll away or unless you get away from the uh, or close out that window. Um, that's their play now. Right. Yeah. They got rid of the what did that metric replace minutes or played or whatever it is. The watch time? Yeah, watch time. It used to be a different metric, and they switched it to time watched. I'm not sure. I think no, they I still have saying, the old metrics. I don't, I don't remember what the old one was. It's like... I mean, it's just a word. It was like a, a semantic It's like change, views really. or something, right? I mean, I mean it well, still shows yeah, views, views, but... Yeah, but, but watch views time aren't as is, important. Is important. Yeah, views aren't as important. So, uh, this is a side question. Right. At what point in the video does it count as a view? Uh... <laughs> That is a like when I look at audience retention, like I always, I always sort of. So I mean, this is the, I'm sort of sidestepping to sort of get to that question because sure. there isn't a definite, there isn't a definite answer to it. Okay. Um, because you can look at advertising ad spend and they count like after thirty seconds. After or, thirty seconds, it counts as a view as in a ads. View, at right, which point ads. you have to pay. Right, and then um, and then like also like. At a halfway point too, with ads sometimes depending mm-hmm. on how long your ad is. If it's not thirty seconds, yeah. Long. Um, so with with YouTube, like the way, like if you look at audience retention time, you can see drop off points and where like you know the absolute retention and then relative retention. Um, you can see drop off points, and usually I count a good audience retention being forty percent and up. Okay. Um, and so, and so that's where you can sort of see like. There isn't like there isn't a definite thing that says like oh now this is viewed, you know like mm-hmm. you're watching it for a few seconds and now this is a view count because I've seen it sometimes where like I can be working on a video and I go to click it and then I go away and then I see there's a view on it, 
you know. And, and not enough though, time has passed for yeah, them to not, even yeah. see the video. So, I mean, you have the real-time views in the analytics now, hmm. so you can look at that. But even that, like, is, is delayed. <laughs> okay. Because, like, like, you can see when people are watching, and it'll give you an estimate. It'll always it'll give you an estimate, too, like, of real watch time minutes. And it says, or real watch time, like, real views happening at that at that moment. Okay. So, so l- let's talk. Let's talk okay. practical best practices, okay? In other okay. words, someone is starting up a YouTube channel, uh, whatever industry, whatever. What what would you tell them? Here are here are the three or five or whatever, you know. Just kind of pick a few things that you could tell yeah. them that they should do to make sure that they are on the right track to success on YouTube. Okay. So first off, it's like you know you got to know what your brand is, okay. what you're all about. So, and you can it, use Market Campus or uh, Tech Audit so, TV. Yeah, and so to clarify, TV. to clarify, I think Jacob is approaching this as like, let's say you're talking to a small business owner, so, yeah. and they've decided they want to get involved in YouTube. Not necessarily okay, like so not, someone in college who wants to build a brand, and become a right. YouTuber. You know, yeah. I mean, even then, I would I would tell them to look at their branding, sure, because like because yep. sometimes they don't, they don't know what they're about or they don't know why they're trying to start a channel. They're just saying like, if they're a small company, they're like, oh, we know that YouTube's where it's at. Let's let's start a YouTube channel. So you gotta you gotta look at the branding. What's your YouTube channel gonna really be about? Because it's sort of gonna be a subset of your overall brand. So what kind of value are you, gonna, are you gonna provide on your YouTube channel? And then from there, you start building a good like brand content strategy. You gonna you gonna take notes for Vivint? No, I'm gonna take <laughs> notes because uh, after you give me these points, I want to walk through uh, Brandon's channel and see if he hits all these things. <laughs> oh, that's good. Which one, Market Campus? So number one, either. I don't number care. one, establish your brand and uh, make sure it's clear what kind of value right. you're gonna provide. And the and the best resource for that for for establishing a good brand on YouTube is uh, Patrick Hanlon's uh, Primal Branding. Like I don't know if Brandon's you guys are familiar. should be taking notes, not me. Yeah, you guys familiar with with his? I'll with wait that for book? the recording. <laughs> no. I haven't heard that book. No, I haven't read that. He he is the man when it comes to branding. In fact, like YouTube hires him to teach them about branding. Hmm. So they're a big proponent of him as well. Okay, like he's worked with Nike, Google, and you know YouTube big, and all these big, big brands. Yeah, big brands. So number one, um, branding, and make sure you know what the value is. Yes. Okay. Um, and then from there, you start to build out your content strategy. And and the best person that I found uh, describe this um, is uh, my homie uh, Matt Ballack, and and how he he describes it. And YouTube describes it the same way, except they call it something else. He calls it the pop push pull strategy. And so if pop push pull pop push pull. And so we have to look at this as a as a pyramid. So you got your little triangle, little triangle, not a pyramid, triangle, right? Um, and so at the top you have your pop, in the middle you have your push, at the at the lower quadrant, the bottom quadrant is your pull. And so your pull is going to be all your how-to education review content. And that's how people are going to find your channel to begin with. Okay. So every brand should be providing value in that way, educational value. Like any any brand can provide that how-to knowledge. You know, that's how you sort of start to build your authority, your your ethos and and all those types of things. This like, is the this is the pull part, or this the is the pull. Okay, yeah, because you're pulling people in right. via search. Like they don't have no idea who you are, but they're finding these videos because YouTube is serving them up to you, and and, and there you go. You got you know, or you're searching up, you know, for okay. search rank and all that stuff. So then you go into your push content, and this is um, your series based content, the stuff that you'll do regularly on the channel, um, or like even live stream content could be a series. Or, or it could be push content. This is more about what your company is all about. So you go more into the, the branding. I mean, in all those things, you're doing branding, but your push is going to be the series where you're just talking about yourself more often than not. Okay. And then pop. Then pop is going to be your super branded content and your viral hits and your ads. Okay. So you talked about triangle or pyramid. I'm right. picturing it as a normal one, right? Not an yeah, inverted like- pyramid. So the pull is at the bottom, which is the base. Yeah, the so base. The most, most of your content needs to be pulls, what you're saying. Yes. So are we pushing everyone up to the top? No, like, I think I think he's talking about like the volume, the volume in, the mirror, yeah. in, in, in the pyramid is just saying how much of that kind of content you need okay, to produce. Okay, so we're it's using not a order. to show yeah. us it's volume. Not like a, it's not yeah. like a funnel or okay. flow. I gotcha. mean, it's, it's shown that way because then then when you, when you start, you need a, you're taking people somewhere off the site eventually. 
like if you're a company, right? You yeah. take them to your, to exactly. a, like a landing page or your website. Mm-hmm. And that's when you, you know, it's taught that way because then you have your funnel on the other side. That's right. So, um, so yeah, so like your, your house, your, your pool stuff, you should be creating that more consistently. Your push should be like also consistent. Your pop is just like one hitters every now and then. So creating that pool content for yeah. someone who's saying, okay, I've got to do some like how to's educational. Where right. do they start? Like if they want to, like maybe they don't even know where to go to figure out what people are looking for. Are there tools or anything that you would recommend to these people to kind of give them that? He he's asking creativity. for a friend. <laughs> asking for a friend. Like if I own like a, I sell vacuums. Like super boring industry. It's like, but people have problems with vacuums and whatnot. But I also want to know. I want to create content yeah. that people are looking for. How yeah. would I go about that? So if you're a small company and sometimes on your website you have a frequently asked questions, so you can go there or any complaints that you're getting from your company or like people or if you have vacuums, look at your 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 manual to your vacuum and see what problems people have. Like from creating pool content, like you could just write like hundreds of titles of, of how to questions and then start creating just, you know, have a blast. Go for it. And the only reason vacuums are boring to you is if you're not in the market for vacuums. I think even people in the vacuum market. Dude, have you seen Dyson's? And <laughs> no, seriously. He jokes, but Dyson's, no, man. For real, yeah. I would watch YouTube video about, like, they're... how to fix my vacuum. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, yeah, those are some of the most popular I'm videos. I'm saying it's not exciting. Like, I've watched videos on how to, like, fix a plumbing problem, but I didn't get excited. Like, oh, man, I can't wait to get home so I can watch some plumbing well, excitement videos. Is, excitement is relative, yeah. right? Imagine because, what your life would be like if you didn't have that video. Yeah. So, so going back to that triangle. His life might be more exciting <laughs> if he didn't have good plumbing. If you yeah. think about it. <laughs> you got a messed up watch definition out. of exciting. Sorry, Anthony, no, go yeah, ahead. So going back to that thing of the pop, push, and pull, your pull is education, your push is entertainment, and your pop is like sort of brand ads and, and those types of things so so tell me quantity right so i, I understand that it's relative yeah. right but like is there a ratio if we have 10 poll so, videos should we have right. five push and then one pop i mean what's so youtube's recommendation and you could always take what youtube says with a grain of salt <laughs> yeah. which is sort of sad but they said if you if you have a channel and you just upload once a week you should be fine right but okay. that doesn't that doesn't help you in that strategy because it's like well one week i'm doing a a, a pool, you know, education mm-hmm, content. Mm-hmm. Next week I'm doing a series, you know, it doesn't work. To me, I found that doing three videos a week is, is, is sort of the best strategy, but the super best, right? I'm doing like the better best, right? Um, <laughs> but the ultimate strategy is to upload daily. Yeah. <laughs> so, so back to my question right. though, is if you're, if you're doing daily, right. how often should those daily videos be categorized as pull? How many, how often should it be push and how often should it be pop? I mean, so if we're, if we're doing seven videos a week, right, mm-hmm. if we're going that, I would say make three, make four of them be your pull um, and then make the, the other three be your your push, your series type stuff. Okay. And then the pop just the as pop, ideas come up. Yeah, just like just remove one of them and make that your pop. But at the on the thing with the pop too is like it could be an ad so you don't necessarily need to make it listed onto your channel oh, i see what you're saying yeah so uh is there any chance we could rebrand this to be snap crackle and pop sure <laughs> okay so first one is branding so, so how one... to so it's how to snap then sure. or how, yeah. how are we doing it <laughs> i don't know you took that joke further than i was planning <laughs> uh i was so... ready to make like action figures and whatnot going <laughs> oh wow uh branding number one two content strategy and then is there anything beyond that that you would recommend? Wait, how many steps was this already? We're at two. <laughs> now we're going to three. Now we're going to how do how many did we want? <laughs> uh, if there are only two, we can stop right now. I mean, three is uh, can you keep up with that with that content strategy? Okay. I mean, so it's it's creating your schedule and creating how um, seeing what you're capable of because some people can do a like a whole like shoot like shoot three or four or five videos in one sitting. Mm-hmm. And and so like it's sort of measuring out your time, so it's, it's we're going to like some organizational skills. So yeah, it's, it's sort of figuring out like what what are your resources and what can you create and can you stick to that schedule. So it's it's sticking to a schedule and being consistent. Okay, do you subscribe to Tech Audit TV? 
<laughs> I won't be offended. Do you, wait, do you know what Tech Audit TV is? <laughs> I assume it's Brandon's channel, that right? That is one of Brandon's channels, so that's one a of, no. One of his channels. Uh, it's good. <clears throat> yeah, it is good, actually. It's is, that one, is that the one with the boosted board? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm subscribed. I haven't subscribed to it yet. I think I'm subscribed to a There's total of one YouTube channel. That's Just one. It, and it's Tech Audit TV. I'm oh, subscribed wow. to Tech Audit TV and just... Casey Neistat, and that's it. That's oh. all you need. You're not even subscribed to Vivint's YouTube channel? Do they have a YouTube channel? Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. Oh, well, that's not my that's not my department. <laughs> it uh, should be, right? The digital <laughs> no, marketing I, I don't department. want that. Do you want it? Do you want that job? Dude, I'd, I'd take that. Okay. Just to prove them. <laughs> I'll put in a good word. Uh, okay, so Brandon, Tech Audit TV, it would have been better if, well, I guess you have the boosted board as an idea of what right. his content looks like. Brandon, do you feel like you have a pretty good branding strategy when it comes to Tech Audit TV? No. That is the one area that I have not figured out. You haven't figured it out. It's all okay. over the place. Well, I know someone who does YouTube uh, consulting. Give me his number. <laughs> What's your number, Anthony? <laughs> Which Just one? I got two phones. <laughs> got a Walter White. You can't even here. commit to a number. <laughs> <laughs> What's your title? I don't know. I've got a lot of them. What's your number? I don't know. Okay. Uh, you just can go with Papa Smurf. The, okay. That works. <laughs> Brandon. Which, which one I got? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> like seven numbers in the number? I mean, do you guys okay. not do the, two, the the multiple emails? Like, this is for the people that, that I'll answer to later, and then this is the one I will answer. What, like no? when, when some girl asks you for your number, it's the you have a fake number that you give to the ugly girls? Oh, you guys didn't do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Brandon, content strategy. What's your content strategy for Tech Audit TV? And that's the same step as the pyramid, right? Right. Yeah. I would say that I have done a decent job on with my, I mean, what, I have 12 videos or something like that. Most of them, especially the beginning ones, like uh, Slack versus Asana, that was designed specifically because For I search. saw a high yeah, organic search. Uh, the boosted board, I saw that. I didn't think that would take off so quick just because so few the people. The boosted board or the video? The boosted board video. <laughs> oh. Um and on YouTube, if you forgot the network as well. But I would create those. And then there was the Google Pixel one that you liked, the Assistant, not Google Pixel. I like them all. You like them all. That they one were, was a different approach because it's not really like no one's searching, like having fun with Google Assistant. That was more so for the people who did subscribe, give them more kind of an attempt at that more fun viral piece. It flopped. So what would you say that video is then? Which one? Like what category, like what category would you put the Pixel video. one in? The Pixel one, I would say that was an attempt at the pop, the, pop, the top one. Yeah. It was really? a failed pop attempt. Because, <laughs> Dude, Anthony is <laughs> laughing at you. <laughs> um, and again, I should, a failed pop attempt was giving myself a lot of, like that's, I was not expecting his, to go his viral. Co- his confidence was high with that one. Right. I mainly just need a lot of content right now. So I guess I really view that as quick turnaround content. So mm-hmm. so with content strategy, I want to know if before you publish or start one video, you know what video is coming after that. Yes, usually. And how far ahead are you planning? Not very far, like uh, three days. Okay. Should, yeah, you should at least be a month. Well, remember, Anthony, that this is not his full-time job. Right. This is a side gig. He's, uh, which is, um, I think, I don't know, three days is, is further right. ahead than I, I plan for my YouTube videos. Right. I, I would say, I don't though, do YouTube videos. I would, I, would say, yeah, I would say when it comes to YouTube, the majority of creators all have full-time jobs. So not it's no do, excuse. Not doing, yes, not doing YouTube. No excuse, Brandon. Like... Sorry, guys. They, they try to work their way to make YouTube their full-time gig. Is that your goal, Brandon? Uh, no. Okay. If, if uh, You're, You have an out. Why don't you have a YouTube channel about Vegas? Because he an has Instagram. an Instagram about Vegas. Yeah. Oh, so you, he can't also have a YouTube channel about Vegas? Hey, I got only Dude, so many hands, That would be a good, ex- like, good excuse to be down in Vegas every weekend. Well. <laughs> uh, Anthony, if I yes. wanted to hire you to... Uh, help me figure out what my brand should be for yeah. like a personal YouTube channel. Could you do, could you help me with that? Oh yeah. Um, if I then wanted to hire you to help me create a push content or poll content, could you do that? Yes. Could you also create the rest of my content? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> well, can you, you do, do everything? everything can, and I, I, just, can I do everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like 
I would say I wouldn't appear in your videos, but... <laughs> oh, I want you to be also the you main subject, the of, subject my videos. of my videos. <laughs> then it gets pricey. <laughs> so I want you to create a YouTube channel. You do everything, and it's about you. I just get to own it. So, uh, like, so I got an email today from a Utah senator who, who asked me that. Really? Who asked, who asked me to, to create content Mike for him. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna divulge names. Orange Hatch? No, it was, oh, it's Mike, not it was Mike Lee. There are only two senators. He just said no to Orange yeah. Hatch. <laughs> All right, allegedly. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say names. Um. So. So yeah, they contacted me. Told me what their scope of what they wanted. It was great. Some great ideas. But then they they did that whole thing of like, you know, we don't have a budget. We don't have any money to do any of this. Like they're like, we want an intern, and I was like. Like for creating, I think they wanted, uh, what was it? Like three videos a week, um, to do what, you know, whatever it is they want to do with those videos. But that's, that's intensive. Like people don't understand with YouTube, it's like you're running a full media company, a full production scale company. Cause you're, you're editing. Only if you're doing it right. Yeah. Only if you're doing it right. (laughs) So did you just tell him to pound sand or what? I gave him a budget just to hear back what he was going to say. All right, Mike, listen, here's how it goes. Okay. Uh, it's expensive, man. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna foot the bill, just use some of Utah's taxpayer money. And so here here was the other the other great thing after that. Um, Did you sign an NDA? No. Then who cares? It's just it's just emails, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the other the other example, like because I had sort of like a like a, a contrast um, um, experience today, and seeing that like I've seen someone who doesn't understand it, and and sort of is like hoping they can get some intern from a from a university or whatever yeah. to do it. And then we talked to this, uh, this one guy today with video power. And he was like, he's like, I'm ready to do this. I've already been um, filming some videos and whatnot. My, but like, I like the budget that I put into filming all these videos so far that we have $60,000 is what we put in so far. And we're ready to put some more money into it. So you, and then he, you're and then using started, that as a contrast. Yeah. As a contrast of, of someone who understands sort of YouTube and understands its power and understands like, you know, you need to make an investment to take it to another level. And and he showed us some of the videos he had created with his team. He has three video teams to do his videos right now, um, like all over the world. Like he has a he has a team like in the Philippines that's that's working on, on some of the videos and, and a team somewhere else. I don't know where because he travels a lot. So he needs his film crews in different areas. Um, hmm. And then he's like, he's like, I already spent 60000 trying to do all this stuff. Got some of them ready and, and shot and edited. Um, this is what they look like. They looked great. And then like, all right, let's do this. Let's start. Let's start getting these out there. Wait, is, did you mention who this was? No, I didn't. Oh, this is another secret person. Yeah, that's a, holy cow, Anthony! I can't, I can't be mentioning names. I, <laughs> I, I read. I read on your about page. Yeah, you talk about how you're candid and open, and and, and, <laughs> and you're honest about your emotions, experiences, finances, and projects. I mean, projects, right? Right. <laughs> and then you come on the show and you can't tell us a, a, a single thing because that's on there. Okay, are we is not that, talking about your there? projects here? <laughs> Anthony himself project. is a transparent guy. Yeah, he's protecting the other people. Yeah, okay. I got I got to protect the the clients, potential clients. <laughs> you're not protecting them. You're protecting your your <laughs> yourself. Um, with transparency being said, so you right. vlog or you have a vlog? I have I, a vlog. I'm an active subscriber, and it breaks right. my heart. That are you there, wondering why there isn't any there vlogs? Been a, there has been a big break in content, right? And I we try to that, stick it to YouTube. Casey Neistat is he, not vlogging. He, I got fa- no one. he failed to schedule 30 days in advance. <laughs> <laughs> but my question is, because I've seen a lot of stuff, like people will start vlogging and then it always, not always, but often right. ends in just either broken relationships or just way too much stress. <laughs> right. Like it just ripped them apart. Was there, was there family stress? Not family stress necessarily. Maybe just like the idea of putting yourself out there because right. I think a lot of people struggle. You guys do a good job. Like it feels very genuine. Right. I watch other vlogs and it feels like scripted. They have like scripted, their TV yeah. face and then it's like right on top. It's like, all right, back to whatever. I don't really yeah. get that feel, but do you feel vulnerable when you're out there and your family's out there and then you've got the natural YouTube. I don't know if you have haters. I got haters. Understandably. I just have a face you want to punch, but no, that's not why <laughs> that's what I've been are, told. Are, the, are those the comments? You got? Was a couple of comments. Most subs, more problems, man. <laughs> I got to do a video on like reading mean comments. Cause there's some good ones. Dude, some are you serious? Videos. People have said that you have a face that's what you a, say. I have a punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> right. To be honest, who doesn't have a punchable face? 
I, 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 I sort of want to know that like the full definition of a punchable face. Like, like is there like you know is it cheekbones, know. nose, like all of those things. <laughs> but with vlogging, yeah, I guess you know the question. What's how do you approach that? So how to how did I approach it when I was doing it? <laughs> yeah, and I guess maybe even what has held up the More, vlogging. The the vlogging. What's held up the vlogging is is me doing what Paxton asked me to do. <laughs> which is which is I, I'm I'm like producing and, and creating content for other people and and managing their channels. So so if I'm creating content for other people, creating content for myself is is a lot harder. Um, at the same time, during that whole during the fact that we stopped, there was so many like other life things going on that I was like, I'd rather just focus on life right now than like focus on recording it and then putting it out there to the world. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we'll make a return, but yeah, other other things take priority. That's that's really where it comes to, and and like looking at Casey and his example, where he's like, "Oh, my creative juices were spent." It, it gets that way. Like you're like, I don't want to just talk about what I'm doing today. I want to like show it in a really cool way, and you just get spent. It's hard. It's like so. This was a daily vlog. Yeah, we had a daily vlog. YouTube.com slash the Ambers family. Correct. Yep. You guys had over 500 videos, if I'm not. Mistaken. Yeah, a I, lot. Think, I think I think some of those videos that are like super old videos, but like we started vlogging about a year and a half ago or so. And you kept um, it, and we you went, kept it up every day. Yeah, we did daily for for close to a year. And then after that, we were a little more sporadic. That is l- incredible to me. Oh, there's 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 people who, who still do who hold world records on a like who've done it for like five years. Wow. Without missing a hmm. beat. That's incredible. Your biggest videos, I've noticed, it's like your number one video. What is my number one right now? Cute two-year-old gets her ears pierced. Yeah. Then you've got mom gets knocked out by a mechanical bull. (laughs) uh, And then guy gets his eyebrows threaded for the first time. The guy is you. Yeah. The two-year-old. So they're titled, it seems like, for that virality. Yes. Um, Have you noticed that like with your top ones versus your other ones are maybe a little bit more just like... You know, Rebecca did this today type thing. Have you right. noticed a difference in how you're right. titling that? I mean, I, I used my vlog as a way to test things out as well. You know, it was sort of like a, a testing ground. Um, so I got to learn a couple of things that way. Um, but yeah, like like right there, you can see sort of the pop like action because there was certain videos that we we planned where like, you know, we know that this type of topic will take off. And, and so like when we film it or when we put it up, you know, let's let's aim for that. Okay, a cute two-year-old gets her ear pier- ears pierced. Right. You put that video up. What's the next step? You just you oh, just put it up and let it go. Um, you put it up, and <laughs> and if it's and if it's viral content, you usually get attacked by a like fail army or Juke and Media and Daily Mail and all those types of like people. Like they'll come to you. I don't know if they have a team of people that scour the internet and just find like what's going to take off or what. But so like, really, though, you are just kind of putting it up and letting it go. On some there's of them. No, there's nothing you do to, to make it get 300,000 right. views. On some of them, yes. On others, like the next one over where my wife gets in the face by a mechanical bull, um, that one I, I, I went like you know out and started putting it on different sites and, and sort of trying to get some traction that way. Um, and then I licensed it off as well. Because some of, some of the times, like, I don't have time to do that. So then I just licensed it off and let another... Like company do it for me. I'm shocked that one does not have more views than it does. The because, bull one, yeah. And I've seen way worse I'm, videos I'm, that have millions. Right. I'm, I almost feel like 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 uh, something happened on the back end, and YouTube has restricted it because I, I see that people are still watching it, but none of those views are being counted. Interesting. So I don't know if on some site it was it looked as it was like a like you know a site that were getting fake views or something. Hmm. But that that video seems restricted for some reason. Do you guys watch any vlogs? No. Yeah, well, he used to watch Casey, Casey. Neistat. Casey Neistat. Do you, you think? S- are you sad that he's gone? Uh, I had kind of stopped watching. Yeah. <laughs> I happened to be like check it out on the day that he announced he was stopping. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I watched a lot at the beginning of this year, and then you know three months in, I I kind of stopped. Mm. So. Do you think vlogs will continue to be? I think because right now it's kind of right. hot a market um, of YouTube vlogs have become like when how how long ago was it where everyone needed to have a blog mm-hmm. that's where vlogs are right now everyone needs to have a vlog essentially right 
but vlogs are favored in the algorithm because, because of the daily because they're daily it's 10 minute long content and again it's daily um yeah and then the topics that most vloggers put like where it's like you know pregnancy or announcement and and all these types of things or or how to like how to deal with a two-year-old or or whatever it is like all that's all that stuff that vloggers do it fits youtube's algorithm right now hmm. so as we're talking about you creating titles to entice people to watch right uh the question of YouTube optimization comes to mind. Right. What are some of the things you do besides uh, use some clickbaity titles to optimize your videos? Yeah. I, I imagine you optimize for search. You probably optimize. I, I don't know what different types of optimizations there are, but what do you do and what advice could you give someone who is creating their videos to, to optimize it for more views? Yeah. So when we go into uh, step four of that strategy for small oh, businesses, step four, let me pull that my would be your video optimization. <laughs> <laughs> because like, you know, you, you, you're, you're, you've planned out your content strategy, you planned out your scheduling, what you're, you're able to do. Now when you're about to upload, um, you need to have done some research as to like what, you know, like what videos you would have created. Right. And so that's when you start coming up with your searchable titles, whether it be clickbaity titles, more you want to create clickbaity thumbnails than a title. Mm-hmm. Um, your titles should be more searchable. Um, and then your descriptions, I think you have 5,000 characters that you can fill into a description. So you can, you can pad that up with an entire blog article and some, and some good links on there to your websites or whatever you want to link people to. So you want a lot of text in your description. Description, yeah. And then you have your tags and, and you want to, and you want your tags to rank for something in, in YouTube search. And you, and you use the same techniques that you do for like Google search where you type in, a few words, and then you see what's coming up or what results you get, or you look at the bottom and you so see the like, auto suggest feature. Yeah, the auto suggest okay. is, is big. Um, or you can use um, some third party tools like uh, uh, VidIQ is a good one. Um, TubeBuddy is also a good one. And there's these these third party um, um, apps that you put into your your browser that help you sort of see other people's tags, see what's searchable, see the search rate and the volume and things like that. Okay, but from from talking with YouTube, YouTube has said that that all those things don't matter as much as people actually watching the video. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know? But you got to get people there. In you the got to get place. people to watch the video. So, yeah. okay, so, no, that's great advice. Right. So, I have a couple a couple of uh, quick fire questions uh, that I want to get through. Okay, so Jason White from last week. He gave us a question last week, and he's given us a new question that he wants us to ask this week's guest, which is you. He wants to know, what does your spouse think of digital marketing slash what you do? (laughs) So, which is is a good question, specifically because she is is a huge part of your vlog, I imagine, and and how much time is spent in what you do. (laughs) What are her thoughts on, on your work life? Do you want me to answer this like in, like seriously or or? <laughs> I want this. Yeah. I want from the heart. From the heart. <laughs> um, I'm starting to think that she thinks I don't do anything because because <laughs> right now she's on maternity leave, so I work from home, and so she's there, right? And so like she sees that I'm like either in my room watching YouTube videos, and then and then I'm taking a nap, and then like I'm like off somewhere, and then I'm back like later on. And so she doesn't really see any of the hard work. Hmm. <laughs> and then she's, and then I remember like I was sitting on the couch, maybe like looking at a YouTube video or a Facebook video or something. And then she's like, is this all you do? Like when, when I'm not here, <laughs> and I'm who like, cares what you do as long as you bring in <laughs> yeah, some I money. Mean, I mean, and that was the thing too. Like she was like, she's like, well, yeah, you're, you're bringing in money. So you're doing something, but I don't know what it is. So, <laughs> so you, that's what you, she thinks. That's, first of all, that's hilarious. <laughs> Second of all, you say that she doesn't see the hard work. What, right. What does the hard work look like? What does the hard work look like? It probably looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the hard work happens in inside your head, like because most of the time it's just what typing, clicking buttons, like yeah, you know, yeah, like all the it's all the thinking that, that goes into it. The execution is is sort of the fun part, actually. Okay. So my last question, and if these guys have anything, we yeah. can we can go through that. We're we're running out of time here, but uh, you you had mentioned an external platform, 
what was it called? Something vid, 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 oh, vid, vid IQ, vid IQ. Right. Uh, what other third party platforms or, or web apps or whatever would you suggest people use, whether it's, it's video editing software or whatever to, to get started? Oh, to get started. Um, I would, I would, I would get started with like your iMovie, your, your, or your Final Cut Pro X. Um, also like a uh, GoPro has some really great apps for, for your iPhone or your Android device that are free. Um, so if you just want to start shooting video and start editing, you can go for those. I forgot what they're called for the GoPro because they just changed them up. Um, but you can probably find them. They're That's like okay. Really yeah. nice editing apps. That's yeah. probably enough for a Google search. Yeah. Um, cool. Or I- check it out. You can go to vidstrategy.com and get my ebook. Ooh. Boom. That, that's like four easy ways to get views on, on YouTube. That's a perfect plug to end on. <laughs> v, V-I-D. V-I-D. S-T-R-A-T-E-G-Y.com. Yeah. You have to, man, I, have, I need to go through your course again, Brandon. The, the <laughs> WW part, you have to add to that, oh, that URL for some reason. redirect that. It's redirect. not redirecting right. That's I, a, I that's went a, to Google Master, that is, like webmaster. That is it's not doing it. the SEO course at marketcampus.com. Uh, yeah. Wow. I slept through that part. You just, <laughs> you just stole that plug. <laughs> Still in the plug, huh? This is uh, our, uh, well, apparently you, 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 plug. you have to do it. You have to do it segment. old school. www.vidstrategy.com. Yes. Anthony, that is literally a five-second fix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brandon, can you fix that after this show? <laughs> it might take me 20 seconds. <laughs> so, Anthony, why don't you uh, tell everyone where they can find you? You can find me on Anthony Ambrose. Just Google that. I should dominate the whole front page. Do you have? Are you active on Twitter or anything? Yeah, at, at Anthony Ambrose on Twitter. Okay. He ranks number one, Anthony Ambrose. Am, Anthony Ambrose. Ambrose, A-M-B-R-I-Z. Perfect. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for uh, having me. Actually, a lot of YouTube info that is really helpful. Uh, if you are listening and you find value, please uh, leave a review on iTunes. Uh, it's the equivalent of time uh, watched. <laughs> it's the YouTube watch equivalent of, of watch time. Uh, leave a review. If you want to reach out, submit questions or topic ideas, you can send an email to us, inbound at belowthefold.io, Alternatively, you can reach out on Twitter at below the fold IO. Um, and next week we are off, right? Yes. No show next week uh, for the holidays. And then we're coming back uh, the last week of December. We got to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll talk about it. I won't be here. Yeah. I thought it was you that wouldn't be here. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk to be announced we may we may be taking two weeks off they can they can re-listen to this episode two yeah. times that's right yeah exactly so we may be we may be back uh in the new year we'll, we'll chat we'll about still, that well okay we're probably going to release some oldies but goodies <laughs> oldies but goodies uh and that's all we've got we'll catch you next time below the fold